The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Oh my God, the 2021 Saints injury apocalypse is upon us, and there is only one thing that can help you get through it. That is the Saints Happy Hour Survival Mug. That's right. It makes any alcohol you pour in it to help you survive the Saints injury apocalypse taste 75% better. It's science. How do you get the Saints season survival mug? You become a Saints Happy Hour annual subscriber. You get the mug for free and you get two months off. You get access to this podcast every day. You get access to our Discord channel, which we talk Saints 24-7. It's amazing. You should do it. Get the Saints happy hour survival mug to help you through the rest of the 2021 Saints season and you're gonna need it for the off season you're gonna need it for the draft so do it go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today this is Sean Payton head coach of the New Orleans Saints what's with this Saints happy cast this has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world Ralph can't say anyone's name right Andrew doesn't know football Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Well, Andrew, I was undecided. I couldn't decide whether we do the regular open or we do the breaking news or we just do this. Because the Saints are drowning in Rona. And it's a shame because let's start with some positive. The Saints play Monday night. They had a great weekend as far as what needed to happen. For them, as far as outcomes, San Francisco lost on Thursday night in Tennessee. Minnesota lost today to the Rams. The Eagles, they won because they were on a bye against the Giants. So everything went about as well as you could expect it as far as what you needed to happen for the playoffs. And the Saints, from what I understand, they went out. They control their own destiny, which is good. But now we get to the bad the Rona hits just keep coming and coming. At this point, Andrew, everyone in the Saints has Rona. The people that don't, quote unquote, don't have it, they just hadn't been tested. Like Kawan Alexander's got it. Like the Deontay Harris has got it. He's suspended. He can't even be in the freaking building because he's on a three-game suspension. He's got it. I, I don't know. Like tomorrow, it's just it's just gonna be it's gonna be a, a preseason game for the Saints. Demario Davis, yes. Malcolm Jenkins, Taysom Hill, Ryan Ramchek, JT Gray, Dwayne Washington, Trevor Simeon, Caden Ellis, James Carpenter, Jeff Heath, Jalen Holmes, uh, Jordan Mills, Christian Ringo, Adam Troutman, Juwan Johnson, Carl Granderson, Deontay Harris, Malcolm Roach, Kivare Russell, Gerald Hawkins. What do all these guys have in common, Ralph? They are all on the COVID list. <laughs> uh, that is 21 players. 22 if you count Harris, but Harris isn't eligible. If you take 21 away from the 69 guys on the roster, uh, actually, I'm doing that math wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, 
the bottom line is. Oh, and don't forget the special teams coach. Right. Oh, they have lots of coaches as well. Yep, uh, several. Uh, but but basically, where they're at is I think they have about forty-seven, forty-eight players that can play. A lot of them are receivers. Somehow, somehow, Ralph. <laughs> the, the, the the position group which is the most god awful where we wouldn't miss a single guy if they got hit like that's the position group that is somehow immune from the run and i don't count deontay because he's suspended anyway but i still doesn't have it kevin white i mean let those guys have you it, for God's sake. you could have said to me every saints receiver has the rona but you get demario davis and kawana alexander i'd make that trade yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I look at this and, you know, I have to say, uh, I, I don't think it's over. Uh, there, there's going to be more guys tomorrow. Still, <laughs> there's, right. there's still, we're still 24 hours away. So uh, there's going to be more guys that get hit. And uh, at this point, I don't even know how to do a pregame or talk about the players. I don't know who's going to play, right? I mean, so it's, it's a- just it, – Whoever's left is going to suit up. And, like, there's no way the NFL is changing this. And, no. and quickly, I want to say, like, I don't even know that I'm asking for the game to be moved because it's quite possible. Look, I think moving the game, A, puts them at a competitive disadvantage against Carolina the following Sunday. So I'm not sure I want to move it back anyway for yeah. injury purposes. But 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 also, I, I just think it, it, this this probably gets worse before it gets better. And so, you know, who's to say that if you move it to Tuesday or Wednesday, there's not more guys out. That's right. Not less. Like right? it, so you don't know. Like, it just, I, I don't know. I don't know that it necessarily helps this team if the game gets postponed. Mm-mm. But like, I don't think it does. When either. I look at this, I, I feel like with the NFL, like there's been precedents for moving games. There's no definition around that. It's just if the NFL NFL feels like it's necessary or not. And and it's just like to me, that is a crock. It's a complete crock because the NFL basically just decides what it wants to do on the fly. There's no rules, and the Saints are going to be forced to play, despite the fact that plenty of other teams have been given a competitive advantage when they had twenty plus cases of COVID, you know, which the Saints current currently do. And so, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, the one thing I do hope is if the Saints do play. And they are missing like 20 guys. There is a chance that Sean Payton would put the NFL on blast after the game. Like, because he doesn't really care. And the Saints know that the NFL hates them and they don't care. So it would be, at least we could get that. Because here's the thing, Andrew the Saints, they just, they're not, they're, they're, I don't want to be, you know me, I'm, I'm, I've been ridiculously positive throughout this stretch. You, Never given up hope, but but tomorrow, and, and I still don't think they're in a they're in a horrible spot tomorrow. I still don't think because of what's happened over this weekend, they're still in okay shape to make the playoffs. But as far as tomorrow night, like it's not going to happen. Like you can't. The Saints, if they had their defense intact and they had both tackles, even if they were playing Ian Book and their offense is disaster as it's been for a a big, long stretch of the season without COVID issues. If they had the defense and they had certain things, they might have a shot. But it's tomorrow, like, they have no linebackers. They have a rookie quarterback who's never played. Their receivers are garbage anyway. Like, they don't have the tackles. Like, it's 
too much. This is a team on offense that you might start in the last preseason game. Except yeah. for maybe Camara yeah. playing. Like it's no, uh, look, they they gotta take their they're gonna have to play this game tomorrow and they're gonna have to take their beating and, and just hope that winning the last two games is gonna be enough. Uh and and when I say that, I, I'm very much cognizant of the fact that like how the like the, the these these COVID cases There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. They affect next week. You know, these guys that are getting hit with positives, I'm going to say from Thursday on, their status for next Sunday is very much in question. And a lot of those guys, even if they're active on Sunday and if they pass protocol, they're not going to practice all week. You know, they're, they're, they're not going to be in game shape. So, like, yeah. they're going to be affected regardless. And, yeah, it's it's just like it, it's a farce. It's a comedy. Yeah, you can't like, – the they can't, they can't practice this week. They're just remote. Like, they're just doing yeah. meetings. Like, you can't – how do you get – Now, now if you want a silver lining here, if you want, if you want a glimmer of hope, I will, I will put this out there. E- even though I, I, I'm with you, it's like you, you take your beating, you take your lumps. I mean, you are at home. Yeah. Theoretically, a sold-out crowd. They're going to do the whole blackout thing, and so maybe the fans give them a little juice. Maybe Ian Book finds a way to not turn the ball over. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they win this game. I, I really like. I don't. I don't know how it's fe- feasible or possible. But I will throw out that the Houston Texans were forced to play today. They were a three and eleven team. That's right. They're playing a Chargers team that was eight and six and appeared destined for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was played in Houston, so it was a home game for the Texans. They put up 41 points despite the fact Brandon Cooks was out. They were missing over 20 players, just like the Saints. And they won the game on the heels of Rex Burkhead, of all people, running for 149 yards. Rex freaking Bur- Burkhead. Burkhead. Yep. Davis Mills torched them despite the fact that he was – he was missing Brandon Cooks, his best receiver. He threw for 250 yards, a couple touchdowns, rookie quarterback. Now he's, he's had a little bit more playing time this year. Than, yeah. Then, but they put up 41 points. Now you know the pick six always helps. You know shenanigans, <laughs> but 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 I mean they put up 41 points and they won. And I'm pretty sure 
that's their highest point output all season. Well, the one thing I will say is Miami's run defense is not good, but it's not nearly as – the Chargers' run defense is atrocious. And it doesn't matter what your record is. You know this, Andrew. When your run defense is bad, when you play any team – you can lose. You can lose because running the ball off tackle is the easiest play in football, and any team can do it, and the Texans did it today. But Miami's run defense, it's been not great and shaky at times, and maybe Saints can run the ball. The thing for the Saints is, the thing that's frustrating me is, you don't have your special teams coach, and that was a place where you feel like maybe the Saints could dominate. Um, you know, it, it, it's just to me. It's just going to be so. I, I just think we focus on the guys with COVID, and that's a huge part of it. But also, I just think the chaos of not being able to practice and having to do remote and not having to be do any practice for him. I just think it's going to be. It's going to be so hard. I would say, if the Saints win Monday night, it will be. The most improbable win in the history of the franchise, considering what they're up against. They won a game in 1980. You know, like I, I'm just saying, like I, I we saw the Texans beat the Chargers today. Like I, I'm just like anything can happen any given Sunday. But I mean, um, so what what I, Saints I win would be more no improbable shot. than winning with 20 guys out? And a rookie quarterback making his first start. I just feel like there is so much meaning and importance to winning this game for the guys on the field. Yeah. They're going to lay it all out on the line. And for that reason alone, I, I would say that these 3-13 and 13 teams, like the, the Rick Venturi team that beat the Giants, to me that's just way more improbable in the sense that those guys aren't playing for anything. Yeah, the team's already packed it in. They don't want to get injured going into the off season. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's Those that's one way to look at it. These guys are going to play their guts out. The, whoever is on the field, and and you know, they're. I mean, I don't know what leadership they're going to have left because Demario Davis is out. Whatever, but like Cam Jordan's going to say, "Look, whoever's left, like this is our team. I will. We, we have to win this game. We have I will, to." I will say this does bring up the possibility of something tremendous. C.D. Deuce leading the pregame chant. That's in the mix. Yeah, I, I think my money's on Cam Jordan. I mean, look, C.D. Deuce could still get COVID, right? Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's the funny thing. Like, I look at this list of – And you're like, it's – uh, you know. Like, who, who, who of these guys are going to play? Right now, like, Ingram and, and Jordan, I feel good about those two because they had COVID a week ago. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's about it. That, the rest of these guys, I seriously, I look up and down this team and I'm like, who plays ta- – fun question. Who plays tackle if Teron Armstead can't go or they get an injury? Because they're yeah. down. Well, they have they have seven guys that can play offensive line, period, right now. Seven total. So, uh, you know, now this, this doesn't exclude them from signing like Nick Murphy, who is with them in training camp. Like they could sign him before the game, and I, I believe they should. And, you know, he's a veteran tackle that could come in and play. But uh, as it stands right now, I mean, you know, your, your starting offensive line is Armstead, assuming he plays, Calvin Throckmorton at left guard, McCoy at center, Ruiz at right guard, and then you've got James Hurst at um, James Hurst at um, right, right tackle. So so your your two backups are Caleb Beninock 
I don't know. I don't even know if I'm saying that right because you never talk about him. But he is on the active <laughs> roster. He's a tackle. The Saints apparently like him. And then Forrest Lamp, who's been in the league and just kind of bounced around for a couple of years. So uh, that's it. Those are their two backups. That's it. That's um, that's that's the offensive that's the line. That's the offensive line. So oh my god. If, if I mean I'm assuming Armstead's going to try to go, but if and when he has to leave the game with an injury, that would leave them with two offensive linemen left. Um, so yeah, they'll be, they'll be playing this game with seven and, you know, I, I've seen the saints play a football game with seven offensive linemen before. So it, it has been done. Uh, they only have two tight ends. Um, <laughs> they have a lot of receivers. So they're all terrible. The game, they're Ralph, all at the end of the game. We might have Kevin white, a left ta- tackle and we're running five wide. <sighs> what is the funniest way the Saints win this football game tomorrow. Like, conjure it in your mind. Yes. Yes. Like. Yes. I the think, like. Yes. Any scenario where the Saints win this game is pure hilarity, Ralph. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they could win it three to nothing. They could win it 50 to 40. They could win it 50 to nothing. What would you enjoy the most? It's all hilarious. What would you enjoy? The, would you enjoy Ian Book being good, and then we can have a discussion of why hasn't he playing, been playing sooner? We don't need Russell Wilson. We got Ian Book. Like, is that discussion more fun <laughs> than the Saints winning, like, six to five? I think so, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six to five would be more of the same, right? It'd be like, I can't believe this defense found a way to, to win it again, but it, it, it wouldn't be a new narrative. So yeah, the, the most hilarious, no, no, no. The, the correct answer here, now the more I think about it, is the most hilarious way the Saints win this is that Kenny Stills breaks the Saints receiving record for yards. And he catches like 250 yards receiving and three touchdowns. Kenny Stills. Like it, don't forget Kenny the, Stills' it revenge game. Stills, it becomes the Kenny Stills COVID game. Forever. No, it's Kenny Stills' revenge game, right? He's Yeah. The Dolphins. Hey, he was a Dolphin. That, that, that would be the most hilarious thing. But like, I mean, I, I'm joking, but like Rex Burkhead ran for 100. Rex freaking Burkhead. 140 won yards. that game for the Texans when they had 20 COVID cases. And like. That's it. Like some dude just needs to show up and be a hero. And I don't care if it's Kawan Baker. I don't care if it's Ethan freaking Wolf, the tight end. Like some dude just needs to go nuts. <sighs> what is a realistic good game for Ian Book tomorrow? Like what? what like like what is some? Yeah, I mean, broken record. I gotta say, no turnovers. Like I, I think right now, if you told me Ian Book won't have any turnovers and, and he's not injured on the first play, you know, we're like, oh, I got you. Yeah, I said he yeah. had no turnovers, but like they caught him off. Yeah, yeah. Assuming he plays the whole game, if you told me uh, no turnovers, um, then I'd be like, all right, we got a shot. We got a shot. Yeah, I just the main thing is I just wish I, I just think. The Saints having their linebackers is against Miami is critical because they have Gusecki, decent tight end. They throw the ball short. You're going to need dudes that can tackle. And I just, man, Kawan Alexander and Demario Davis, it just, that to me is, was the, was the thing that tipped me over into like, God, this is going to be awful. Like if they, if they had their full defense, I, I could have talked myself into it. But listen, we had fun. Nobody gave him a shot against Tampa. It was amazing they did it. Um, 
You know, they just like, you know, I've said it on a couple of these podcasts, Miami, the last 20 years, whenever, and, and this is the thing, Miami wins tomorrow night. They're the, they're the seven seed. They bump Baltimore because they have the tiebreaker over to the Ravens. So this sets up for Miami to win and control their own destiny. And the history of Miami of the last 20 years is when every, whenever anything sets up perfect for them, they throw up all over themselves. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, I just think, um, I hate I hate to stick it to the NFL, you know, because it just sounds like a bitter fan. <laughs> but but like, dude, I just have to say, and this isn't just a Saints game. Like, is it safe or is it not? Because to me, twenty-one players that have COVID, clear outbreak in the room, like it appears not safe to me. And if that's the case, like you may clear some guys tomorrow, they may play in that game. But let's not pretend this is a safe environment for the Houston Texans. Because like, oh, the, 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 I, I the watched Dolphins, Amari yeah. Cooper play against the Saints and cough up and down the sideline, cough all over the Saints' defensive backs. And there's no doubt in my mind that he is potentially responsible for some of the Saints players getting this and then it's spreading from there. All right? So, like, I, I'm going to call that shot. But, like, e- either – like. And, and, and the NFL is a microcosm. Maybe the part of this is society, but like we need to decide if this is a point where we're just going to live with this and mitigate it as best as we can, but like plow forward and expose ourselves. Cause like it's time to move on with our lives and just like, or like we need to do everything we can to stop the spread of this, in which case this game shouldn't be played. And I don't know what the answer is, Ralph, but like what the NFL is doing is trying to thread the needle. And, and they're it's failing. Just, it's they're just fa- laughable. It's, it's laughable. laughable. Like, e- either we're just like, call it what it is, like, we're plowing forward, forget the masks, forget vaccinated or not, like, we're just going. You And you either get it or you don't, like, and we're just going. Or And, and I get, like, the healthcare concerns and what that does to hospitals. Like, I get all that. And, like, I'm not the CDC. Like, I, I'm not the NFL. So, like, I don't get to decide. I'm not smart enough to make a call in here, but it just seems to me like when I look at this situation, like either it's safe enough to play or it's not, but like this holding out 21 guys, like some of these guys are asymptomatic and like they're ready to play. And, and it's just like, they need to be either be out there on the field or you need to call the game. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the thing. Either it's safe enough to play or it's not. And this, you're just, screwing over teams and you're not really helping anybody with benefits of like keeping people safe or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but this thing of having games where teams have 15, 20, 23 people out and you're playing the game and sometimes you're moving the game like that is not acceptable as a product, you know, uh, for your league, but I guess it, I guess it won't matter. I guess people will watch on Monday Night Football. It's just this, this to me, it just it reeks of two. Like if this was, if this wasn't a Monday Night game, I think the NFL 100 percent would have moved this game. Like if the, if this if this would have been like a, a regular Sunday noon game, 
I guarantee to you that it moved this game because they could have. See, that's that, that's stupid to me. Like, it, either it needs to be, but that's or it doesn't. But like, that to it, me, like the the time and day of the game is irrelevant. Like, either it's safe or it's unsafe. That's right. But you I'm know, not. I'm not saying. It, I'm not saying it should or be. I'm, I'm just telling you the hypocrisy of the NFL. Yeah, they move yeah, these games just, around. Willie Neal. Yeah, so it, it's like the effect that it has on the bottom line and it's, all that. That's what matters it's, most. And look, like I get it. The league took a huge loss last year. NFL teams, owners, players—they're all counting on this cap going up, and they weren't expecting, you know, to be crippled by COVID this late in the season. Like they—they had almost gotten to the end here. Yeah, like they're at the finish line. They're almost at the end of the season, and for COVID to just blast them like this it just complete completely caught them off guard and they, they weren't expecting all these vaccinated players to get hammered like this and yeah i mean it, look omicron has took the whole world and, and the country for a spin but i i, I don't know man i, I don't know what, again like i don't know what the right answer is but like you said the the hypocrisy is off the charts and the saints are going to be forced to play this game and and again you know i don't know that i want to push this game back i don't know that i don't know that that would even help the saints it wouldn't you know so so just go out there play the game they're probably gonna take their beating and i, I man i'm the fan and go out there go nuts and, and give this team a little juice and, and maybe something crazy happens <laughs> uh, but that that's what we're rooting for at this point because like yeah you're right it is a preseason game it's and- a joke i mean yeah poor ian book dude like What's he supposed to do with this offensive line and two tight ends? Like, what is he supposed to do with this? <laughs> They're like, all these people, I want to see what Ian Book's got. This And, and this is what we've said all along. It's not fair to play him. And, and I would – there are other Saints coaches in their history where we've questioned them because we we knew they didn't know what they were doing. I know Sean Payton knows what he's doing, especially with offense. There's a reason Book has been an inactive for 14 weeks and they haven't put him near the field they're, they're, that's just that's just the truth and my thing is the thing that's going to frustrate me Andrew and then we'll end up, we'll get out of here is I'm going to predict this come playoff time hardly anybody's going to test positive for the Rona and the NFL is going to be like oh, that Omicron wave must have just gone away and they're just it's just going to magically happen where all the playoff teams are going to test or whatever, and all their players are going to be good to go, and 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 COVID is not even going to be a factor because the NFL is—they'll let it wreck a regular season game. They are not about to let COVID wreck the playoffs. It's just not going to happen. And you can you can call it a conspiracy, you know. Uh, you can tell you can call it whatever you want. We can fire up the 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 X Files music, whatever in the background. I don't care. I believe that the NFL. They're flying by the seat of their pants, and they're going to do what's best for the bottom line. And best for the bottom line is the Saints-Dolphin game gets played on Monday night. And the the repercussions for the Saints doesn't even matter. For the playoffs, they would never let this COVID disaster happen. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is at this point. Um, Please stop that music. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It, it's it is what it is, you know. I'm gonna watch the game. Uh, I think this whole thing is a farce. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but I'm hopeful that the Saints can 
win this game with with uh, arm tied behind their back. I'm not expecting much. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, I hope Ian Book can play well, but you know, I'm not going to hold it against him if he's awful. Um, I watched Jake Fromm with the Giants. I think he was six of seventeen, <laughs> and he got pulled because he was laughably terrible. And yeah, I'm, I'm fearful that Ian Book is going to be like that. You know, so. Uh, but, but to we'll, be fair, we'll, we'll the, see. the Giants, for all their laughability on offense, it was three three at the half. Like so, like as bad as it can be, if you you know the, that game didn't really get out of hand until the Giants started th- th- coughing the ball up. So yeah, I mean, listen, guys, if you're listening to this podcast free, uh, try us out. You heard the the advertisement for at the beginning of the show for the Saints survival mug. Do it. It's amazing. You're going to need the Saints Survival Mug. We had, Andrew, we had seven more people sign up for the Survival Mug over the weekend. Steven, uh, Covey, Johnny, Macklin. Um, they had a ton of people sign up for the – they became annual patrons. They're getting their Survival Mug because they know they're going to need the Saints Survival Mug for the rest of the year. You're going to need it for the offseason. You're going to need it for free agency. You're going to need it for the draft. It's amazing. And you want to be in the Discord community. I guarantee the Discord community, we will be having fun tomorrow night no matter what happens with the Saints Dolphins because people will be cracking jokes. People will be making memes, making gifts. We'll make, we'll get Thomas to do a bunch of fun stuff. So join us. Get with the best Saints community there is. Uh, enjoy the game Monday night. Uh, we may have some more breaking news if the Saints get more COVID, if they suspend the game or whatever. Uh, but anyway, guys, enjoy the game. We will see you after the game for the instant reaction when – a post Christmas miracle happens and the Saints get to eight and seven. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't even know if I believe it, but if we say it enough times, maybe it'll come true. Uh, we'll see you then.